0: Welcome to the Real Turf Techs Podcast, for the technician that wants to get real. Follow along as we talk to industry professionals and address hot topics that we all face. Along the way, we'll learn tips and tricks. I'm your host, Trent Manning. Let's have some fun. Welcome to the Real Turf Techs Podcast, episode 92. Today, we're talking to Tim Johnson, equipment manager at Airhead Golf Club, in Wheaton, Illinois. Airhead Golf Club is a 27 hole public facility. TJ has one assistant in the shop. Let's talk to TJ. Welcome TJ to the Real Turf Text podcast. How you doing today? I'm doing real good, Trent. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for being here and joining us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Tell us how you got into the turf industry.
1: Well, I kind of stumbled into the turf industry by accident, really. I was uh, born and raised on a farm, and our farm wasn't large enough to supplement all the all the children and everything, so I went to work in factory and found out pretty quick I didn't like the factory work. I worked at two different factories and then was laid off at one and was helping a guy out at a golf course doing some landscaping and then working at the golf course in the morning. And just kind of stumbled into it that way and we were we had equipment that was going down and I was helping him fix things up and a job came open in St. Charles at a golf course and my boss says why don't you go talk to him just to see what he's got to say and kind of the rest is history I've been in the golf business ever since
0: wow and how many years 44 44 years congratulations that's awesome I love it yeah yeah, that's really good stuff. Yeah. So, did you do uh, do some wrenching on the farm? Oh yeah, up. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, we
1: as as much as we could fix ourselves, we fixed ourselves. That was mm-hmm. just the way it was because you know, small town farms, You didn't, you couldn't afford to have the local shop mechanic come out every time there was something wrong. So, we took right. care of everything that we had. And we had many bikes and go karts and everything else. So, you know, you learn, oh, so you yeah. learn as you
0: go. So that's a lot of fun, though. Yeah. Mini bikes. Yeah. Got to be good. What's your least favorite part of the job, and why is that sand?
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's it's a necessary evil. We all know that. It's just the, uh, you know, it's it's frustrating for everybody that you have these cutting units that are cutting so perfectly, and then sand out there, and then two days later, they're not cutting so good anymore.
0: So mm-hmm. you just go through it and regrind and do what you got to do, you know? So a follow-up question to that, have you found anything in your experience that minimizes the effects of sand, like bed knife angles? I haven't really messed
1: too much with bed knife angles. One of the things that I've tried off and on different places is, depending on how much sand they put down, I'll back the cutting units off one click or two clicks just to run them, because I know they're going to pick sand up the first time, and it seems Mm -hmm. to ease on the wear a little bit. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, it's just it's just going to happen. The sands going to going right. to apart. There's no ifs ands or buts. You know.
0: Yeah, that's true. Very very true. What's your favorite tool?
1: I would. I've thought about this quite a bit. I think. I think. I think your cell phone. But the reason that I say the cell phone is because I have so many wonderful mechanics in the area and mechanics that I can talk to. I think that's what I find more useful than the phone itself is being able to call these guys. And I, I truly, I believe I could pick up the phone and call just about anybody and they would answer, you know,
0: oh yeah, no, area, oh.
1: you know, and, and such a change from 40 years ago, you know, 40 years ago, other guys didn't want to talk to each other
0: because they were afraid you were after their job, you know? Oh, wow. Okay. You know? Well, that's a, that's a positive spin oh, for the industry.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, everybody I've run across, they're more than happy to answer the phone and help you out any way they can. Yeah. So we're, uh, uh, the way I look at it is we're all in this air, in this together. Yeah. I mean, if we can help somebody, why not? Well, I had it's... a guy call me today from the WhatsApp group when he was working on a dentist mower, which I've never even seen one up close. I've heard about him or whatever. And, uh, talking about bed knife angles, but just that easy. I mean, he found me through WhatsApp, called me and I talked to him for 15 minutes and helped him out the best I could. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. And it makes a big difference to be able to, I'm not saying that to toot my own horn. Yeah. I think everybody else is the same way. Absolutely. And give them a call. Absolutely. What do you do to relax or find your balance?
1: I don't, I, I like to play golf. I don't play enough. I work too much like everybody, but I, I like to get in my mower. I, I have a house on an acre. Take me a little over an hour to mow my lawn. I like to put my headphones in, sit in the lawn mower and go out there and
0: just mow grass and you know, relax. Okay. No, that's good. That's good. So I wonder, this would be a question for the industry. Anybody in the turf industry, golf industry, do they play enough golf? And I bet the answer is no. No, never. Yeah, never. Yeah. It's kind of, I guess, been my thing. Not that I play, but when when I'm done working, I'm kind of ready to go somewhere else. Yeah. See something different. Yeah. What has been your biggest challenge to date? My biggest challenge actually just came in the last five
1: months. I've been a sole technician in my shop for 43 and a half years. And five months ago, they hired me an assistant. Oh, wow. So I am learning all over again, how to try to delegate some things and try to inform him why I do things and what I do on a daily basis, which, you know, we do automatically, we don't even think about it. And now mm-hmm. I have somebody else that I have to think about. So it's kind of a, a new experience for me as well.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, a learning curve for both of you. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell me about this person you hired, younger. Uh, he's younger, sure. he's a good
1: kid, he had an automotive background, and not, had not touched any reels, and not done anything with reels, so, so he came in this fall, October, November, and I went through the setup and grinding and had him grind every single mower this winter.
0: Awesome, well, that's good practice, good was, start, for it sure. It was
1: the most hands-in-the-pockets thing I've ever had to deal with, because, you know, I like to be more hands-on and allow him to do that. You know, to learn mm-hmm. was really tough, but
0: we're getting through it. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I think yeah, it's really challenging because I find myself doing the same thing. I just want to jump in and start, you know, doing whatever the job is instead of just like you're saying, put your hands in your pocket and let them work through it. If they have a question, know. they'll come and ask you. Yep, that's right. <laughs> you know? That's right. Yeah, no, that's a good one. But I think that's a good problem to have. Are you? Training this guy up to take your spot getting I, ready to eventually
1: retire. eventually, yeah, I don't have any immediate okay. plans or anything on retiring i'm still I still like what I do
0: mhm, you must you yeah. forty four years yeah. you must like it
1: well, it's like every day that I go to work, something gets better, you know that's the outlook I have i get oh, I go awesome. in early and it's you know something gets better.
0: That's a good outlook to have. I love that. What's the strangest thing you've seen in 44 years? Oh, there's been a few. Oh, I bet.
1: We had, uh, we had a guy put a tractor in a, in a, uh, spreader in the pond Mm -hmm. the morning of an event. Of course. A cab tractor and all you could do with the air conditioner on the top of the cab. And of course it went in running. Mm Mm-hmm. Hydrolock the engine,
0: the bender rod. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Only one though. Hmm. Well, that's good. Out, out of four, only one. Out one of out, four. out of four. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I believe all the stuff I've seen diesels anyway going into a pond running. I don't know that I've ever seen one not bender rod. Yeah. I guess just the higher compression or what. Well, yeah.
1: Sucks the water in there, and there's nowhere mm-hmm. to go.
0: Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, a hard lesson to learn that water does not compress. Yeah. You can't compress you can. it, no matter how hard you try. That's not right. happening. It's uh, good physics rule there. Do you have a mentor in the industry?
1: I've actually had, I've been lucky enough to have a few in the industry. We've got, we have some great uh in our area. Joe Hutzler with JW Turfer is Rebel's Turf and Tractor now. He's mm. been in the industry longer than I have. Oh wow. I was lucky enough to meet him early on and uh he's he was their road service tech for years and years and years and I was actually got the opportunity to go for go with him for a day. And, oh what a very cool eye opening experience. You, oh yeah, I bet. You know, it's it's uh to drive all over for a few little jobs just Blows
0: your mind, mm-hmm. you know. Why don't? Yeah, how did that work out? I mean, how did you get that lined up? I
1: just asked him one day. I said, you know, I said, someday when you're when you're going, if I can, I would really like to ride along just to see how how you work through things like this on the road. And it, it was kind mm-hmm. of an interesting thing because he was headed out to TPC at the Quad Cities that day, so I met him at three thirty in the morning up at their shop. Away we went.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Great.
1: Cause we got to talk about a lot of different things in the industry and stuff and
0: spent the Mm -hmm. day,
1: you know, doing what he does.
0: No, that is really, really cool. And I don't know why I hadn't really thought about it. You know, I'm always, uh, pushing people to go visit their neighbor, you know, get to know your neighbor, go to another course, all that stuff. But that's a great idea to get in the van or. Yeah truck with a road tech yeah. and i'll be honest i learned more in two years being a road tech for jerry pay toro company than i did probably 10 years of the golf course yeah. just because i mean every day was a new problem yeah you were expecting to you know figure it out if i mean we had with toro had good resources to call the tack team in minnesota and talk to those guys and gals and i mean they really help you a lot too but yeah it was just amazing yeah how much i learned in those two years yeah so i mean just and like you're saying you do have some windshield time and just you know shooting the breeze and talking about this or that or whatever yeah that's really really cool yeah yeah it was good glad glad you got to experience that for sure what would be your dream job or opportunity i think i'm there I think I'm there. I've been there. I just finished 19
1: years this last week. So working on year 20 going now. So,
0: all right. You know. Awesome. Congratulations. That's a, yeah. So, how many other courses have you worked at?
1: Well, I worked, I started at a small little nine hole course out in Sugar Grove called Pressberry Golf Club. And I just worked there part time. And then I went to St. Charles Country Club where I worked for 15 years, left. St. Charles Country Club, went to Royal Fox, which was only about four miles away. Yeah. Worked there for eight years. And then I've been at Arrowhead in Wheaton for 19 years now.
0: Awesome. And is it relatively close to the other? Places? Um, no, Wheaton is, Wheaton
1: is off 88. It's about, I live on Yorkville, so it's about a 30, 35 minute drive in the morning.
0: Okay. I get to work. I'm not the end of the world. Yeah. I think too bad. That's manageable. Yeah. I don't, when you get 45 minutes to an hour, I don't, that starts pushing it. Yeah. That's when you're doing it every day and early in the mornings and all those things. Yeah. What technician would you like to work with for a day that you hadn't already? Boy,
1: I don't know. I think I'd, I think I'd like to go, like you say, I'd like to go visit some of these guys. And I know a lot of guys in our area that would say, come on over, you know, Mm -hmm but I just have never had the opportunities. I would like to volunteer for a tournament or two. Um, yeah. Now, because now that I have the opportunity where there's another guy in the shop,
0: I think it would mm-hmm. be easier. So, you know, maybe something like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of golf in Chicago. Oh boy. Man. Yeah. 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 A lot of golf, a lot of tournaments yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, even if you did a member guest at Madonna or somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that Well was, they had uh,
1: Chicago Golf has a tournament had tournaments too and that's five minutes from my shop, so
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, I know. I'm so bummed. I didn't realize, you know, how close you were when I oh, well, was that's thinking hard. about it yeah. when I stopped by and seen uh Tony yeah. on my way up to Wisconsin. But I would have definitely stopped by. But I hope I hope to put another trip together. Yeah. Back up that way sometime. Um I've had so much fun and I mean, met so many people, good people traveling around and seeing these different shops and stuff. I mean, it's just amazing. And every shop you walk in, no matter how, you know, nice it is, there's always something you can pick up and learn. Sure. Absolutely. You know, it's not just the high end facilities that have all the great ideas. I mean, the low end facilities, they got just as many, if not more. Well, because you have to do with what you have, you know? That's exactly right. Yeah. What do you know now? You wish you'd known on day one. I don't know. The technology
1: has changed so much. I that's a that's a tough one because i I feel like I feel like every day is kind of a learning experience. So you you I wouldn't want to go back. I wouldn't want to go back and start over knowing everything mm-hmm. because I think it would be boring if you knew right. everything right off the beginning. And so the learning curve is all still there and it's still going. So. You know, that's what I like about this job. You, you're always learning something.
0: Oh, I agree. A hundred percent. And I've said it once. I'll say it again. The day I go in and don't learn something, I probably ain't going back. Yeah. I mean, but I don't, I don't ever, you know, (laughs) see it coming to that. Always something something going in. Yeah. Always something every day. Yeah. Yeah. I want to tell you about a great product that I've been using task tracker. Now I know what you're thinking. Task Tracker is for labor, but I'm here to tell you it's also an easy-to-use equipment maintenance platform. Employees can scan QR codes and send notes about the condition of equipment, and the equipment can be assigned to employees, making them more accountable. I encourage you to reach out to Jamie and Gerald, the founders of ASB Task Tracker, at asbtasktracker.com to schedule a demo, and see how easy the platform is to use. Again, that's asbtasktracker.com. Let's get back to the episode. How do you deal with that person?
1: I have kind of a unique thing that I started a long time ago. I have my own service card at the golf course that I set up. And if I'm having an issue with somebody, I don't like to talk to them about it in front of anybody else. So I will take them for a ride in my golf cart out in the golf course away from everybody else. And we'll find a spot out there and we'll just sit and talk about it and then make the trip back into the shop.
0: Okay. That way yeah.
1: it kind of uh. clears the air with them. It clears the air with me and you know, then it's over.
0: I think that's a great idea. That's really, really good.
1: I just feel Cause... like that if you talk to people in front of other people it tends to make them bristle a little bit and you don't you don't need that with people jumping in eighty, ninety, hundred thousand dollar pieces of equipment. You mm-hmm. don't need somebody going out there angry, you know?
0: So no, very true. No, that's a that's a great idea. I I really like that. Yeah, nobody likes to be called out yeah. in front of their peers or friends or no. any of that stuff. So yeah, no, I think I think it's a, a good way. And I do think that that person is, you know, something that we struggle with at every course. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, everybody has that person. Finding ways to address that. I mean, I think this is a great uh, question. I think it come from uh, John Barroso. I put out, I put out an email, or I'd put it in our WhatsApp group. Some, I wanted some fresh questions. Oh, and this is uh, one of them that uh, came back. Yeah, and that's a good one. Get ready for tips and tricks. What kind of tips and tricks you want to share with us?
1: I don't know. I think, I think my, my biggest tip that I is just more prioritizing how things get done. You know, my priorities are the greens first and then tees and fairways mm. and everything after that is kind of, you know, you just make sure the greens are your number one priority. That's, you know. And equipment wise, it's green mowers, sprayers, you know,
0: mm-hmm. however, you, yep. you know. Yeah. Anytime I get a newer person coming in the shop, I'll explain all that, you know, and I'll, I'll, I'll ask the question, what do you think the most important piece of equipment, you know, out of this whole facility, what's the most important? And, you know, most people say, oh, the fairway mower, you know, cause it's the most expensive or no, the most but, important part is actually the superintendent cart. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Yes. Gotta have that thing running right. at all times. Right. And then right behind that is the sprayer, I think. Yeah. And then the grains mowers yeah. for sure. Yeah. I don't do y'all do a lot of spraying?
1: We have three three hundred gallon sprayers. All thoroughs. We got two fifty eight hundreds and a fifty seven hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're spraying with twenty seven holes, we're spraying quite a bit. So
0: yeah, it's I got two sprayers and eighteen holes, and it seems like they go every day spraying something yeah. somewhere you know it's just crazy, yeah, and I think we are or we have been uh putting out all our fertilizer okay. um foliar, mm-hmm. so that's a lot more spraying well, Tell me why you're so passionate about the golf industry that you've spent forty four years. I just like it. It's a,
1: it's a close knit group of people. You're always learning something. I got involved early on in the, in the technicians group up here in Chicago, back in the early eighties and was very heavily involved for quite a while. And, and, uh, I just, I just like to direct that everything's going. I think, I think every year the golf courses get better. Is it necessarily the best thing? I don't know. But mm-hmm. they're always getting better, and that draws more people. And the more people that play golf, the better it is for us.
0: So, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah what what's some of the advancements you've seen in equipment wise? Oh my goodness! When when I first started,
1: we were mowing fairways with a Jake F ten. Okay. Yep. Uh, then uh, and we were mowing greens at you know two hundred two hundred and twenty thousands. There, mm-hmm. there was nothing like what we're mowing at now. We yeah. mowed all our banks with locks. Have you ever heard of lock, the lock reel mowers?
0: Yeah, That's, I've heard of them. The walk behind never.
1: reel mowers.
0: Mm-hmm. That's how we mowed our bank. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That a different time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Did you work on a Toro 216 ever? Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah. I know. I was not, not a big fan <laughs> not a of, of that unit. Yes, no. Uh, we had a turf pro
1: 84
0: okay yep and that was was that the same as a national that was the bigger oh, no. that was the bigger that was the one that you sat
1: up on top of the engine okay that would overheat and stop
0: <laughs> in while. yeah no equipment has has come a long way oh, so my goodness and I know I fuss about some of the equipment and engineering ideas and like, why are they doing this? But yeah, we've came so far. Yeah. And I mean, you've seen a whole lot more than I have, but since the mid-90s, we've come a long way. Yeah. When do you think that you started seeing lower heights of cuts on greens? I would say probably, probably mid-90s. We were, we were getting down there,
1: starting to yeah. creep down a little bit. I think the difference earlier then was the different type of grasses and stuff. Now they're getting a little more aggressive with the grasses that they use. So you can cut them a little tighter, but you know, everybody's looking to improve. So
0: that's, that's what you do. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, we're trying, like you said, we're trying to get better every day. Yeah. And hopefully we do. Yeah. Well, you got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, chat about? No, I just, I
1: just think, uh, I just think that the, uh, The golf show is a great thing for everybody and everybody that can should go. Oh yeah, for sure. I've been to, gosh, I don't know, probably 18 or 19 or 20 of them at least. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's wonderful that the connections that you make and when you walk in the trade show floor and see the, the, the people that you only see once or twice and they recognize you when you walk up, that gives you a really
0: good feeling, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, so, for someone that finds it a challenge to talk to their supervisor, their superintendent, what do you think the best way to address that and uh, advocate for yourself to go to show
1: well i think I think everybody most of the companies up until the last couple of years, with the shortage of equipment and everything else. That's when they show their new equipment, and my my thing has always been that's that's when the new equipment comes out, and my superintendent doesn't look at it with the same eyes that I do. Oh, right. So why not why not take your tech with you and let him put his eyes on it, and he may see something that you'll go, hmm, this could be a problem. But yeah, yeah, you sure. know. But I've been pretty fortunate. Most most all the superintendents that I've worked for have been
0: very courteous and allowed me to go. Yeah, that's, that's really, really good. And hopefully more superintendents will, uh, start leaning that way. And I heard that we had, I think 170 EM members in Orlando this year. Good. And I believe that's the biggest number they've ever had of EM members, which is just great. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. But you do have to advocate for yourself. Oh, absolutely. Tell, tell your superintendent how important it is that you go to this event. Yeah. Yeah. It is a huge networking event and you can meet a lot of good people. You can see new equipment, the latest, greatest things. Yeah. And walk around with your superintendent. Yeah. Cause just like you're saying, two sets of eyes that yeah. see things totally different. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's a really, really good point. What was some of your favorite education? I like, I love
1: round table stuff. Okay. Round table discussions. That's, it's nice that you just walk in, sit down at a table with eight guys you don't know, but Mm -hmm. it's all a common thing when you sit down at that table, you know? Yeah. Everybody has the same issues. Everybody sees things through a little bit different eyes, but you know, everybody Mm kind of is there for the same thing, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. And as far as I know, the GCSA will continue to do the roundtable because, I mean, it is a really great event. Yeah. And I'm glad that you sat down with somebody or with a group you don't know. And whenever I'm hosting that, I always encourage to set with people you don't know because it's one thing to set with your buddies, and that's fine. But you know them, you know what they do, how they do things. So set yeah, set at a different table. Yeah. And you'll get a lot more ideas. Yeah. That could help you down the road. We ready to wrap this up and do some rapid fire questions? Sure. Let's do it. What is your favorite movie? I've got two. I call them Mike dad the control drop. Mike movies. Forrest
1: Gump and Green Man oh wow uh, yeah. both tom out.
0: hanks right Pardon? tom hanks and both of them uh, yeah yeah that's awesome yeah both really really good movies yeah. what would be your last meal big old steak
1: and a baked potato with everything on it you my
0: man <laughs> i love it <laughs>
1: I'm, yeah I'm, I'm a farmer we raise we raise cattle that that was that's your favorite meal right there
0: that's right. Yeah. If I ever have a waiter or waitress say, you want that baked potato loaded? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's a dumb question. Yes. No, no butter, Put everything no. you can on there. <laughs> right. <laughs> what are you most proud of besides your family?
1: Besides my family? I would have to say the network of people in our business. Very good. I think that's, I think we have a fantastic group of people.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you want to shout out any of those people? Uh, there's too many names.
1: Okay. I mean, all right. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have great neighbor guys. I have. Well, you you obviously did the thing with Kevin Bauer. He used to be it in our local
0: group. Okay. Yep. Um, and mm-hmm.
1: you know they move all over the country, and you still keep in touch with them. So I think that's, that's great. Awesome. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, he, he's a really good one. Yeah. And Glenn, I know y'all are friends and. Yeah, there are a lot, lot of good people. Yeah. Is that uh, association still going?
1: It's still going. It's in with the, uh, the Midwest Golf Course Superintendents Association. So it's kind okay. of affiliated in with them. Gotcha. So, but yeah.
0: Yeah, who, uh, do you know who started it? The Chicago, it was the Chicagoland Golf
1: Course Mechanics Association. John McGuire was one of the original guys that started it.
0: Okay, and- very cool. Is he still around? He is. He
1: is. He's okay. a salesman now. All right. But that was back in
0: 81 or 82, maybe. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Y'all are definitely way ahead of the curve back yeah. then starting something like that. We'll tell the listeners how they can get a hold of you.
1: Well, they can email me. I have my own personal email it is tjlfixit at comcast.net. I'm on Twitter at Tim John five nine three eight one one nine two all right um and i have a work email too but my personal one's the easiest way to get a hold of me
0: sounds great well thank you so much tj i really appreciate you uh coming on it was good catching up with you in orlando and i've really enjoyed seeing you and uh glenn in wisconsin too yeah which is not a super long drive for y'all but long enough an hour and a half or so yeah 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 but, no, but that's
1: and... that's we do we do a lot of local things like that in winter time and guys are not afraid to drive to you mm-hmm. know share ideas and and get together and you know talk about everything you know
0: yeah no it's good stuff well thanks again for uh being on and i really appreciate it not a problem give me a call anytime Thank you so much for listening to the Real Turf Text Podcast. I hope you learned something today. Don't forget to subscribe. If you have any topics you would like to discuss or you'd like to be a guest, find us on Twitter at Real Turf Text. See you Bye.